Every man podcast. Every man. Every man. man. Mountain man. You know, I gotta, I gotta throw. You know, we've been, we've been. Uh, <laughs> we're here. You know, we're here. We're clipping. We're dripping. We're lighting. We're tight. We're doing the Corona Chronicles the Everyman way. And you know, something yeah. that kind of came into my, to my view. Uh, obviously, there's been a lot of big news circulating and uh, percolating. Tom Brady, coronavirus, etc. Um, you know, I, we got to shout out. Uh, you know, a thoughtful rest in peace to the gambler, uh, Mr. Mr. Kenny Rogers. No, oh, rest in peace, my man. That was a tough one. Uh, I, uh, you know, unrelated to the corona corona chaos, but uh, just wanted to send a special. I don't know why I'm laughing. Uh, a special shout out to uh, the gambler. So, Daryl, what's up? big dog man you know another day in the uh campbell household bunker uh still every manning up as we like to say still every manning up and um just taking things one day at a time i tell you what um big shout outs to one teachers because this online class stuff is unbelievable, mind you. I, I, and I'm be honest here. I'm, I'm, I'm not the stalwart that my wife is with respect to it all. She is there 99.9 percent of the time, and she's in there just, you know, making stuff work. And, um, but I mean, just big shout outs to our teachers to be able to transition from, you know, before the coronavirus, you know, putting in all of their their respective energies into our children uh, to make them, um, you know, their futures brighten, like we say on uh, the po- the podcast, light and tight, as it were. Um, but big shout outs to them. And then for, you know, the, the, the husbands out there who have wives that, you know, go above and beyond the call of duty like mine does. Big shout outs to uh, good wives, man, um, to to be there uh, for our for our munchkins, man. That's yeah, it's uh, where I'm at. That's it's it's amazing. I, I, I've seen how my nieces are adapting to it, and uh, you know, kids kids need that that social interaction and getting to see their 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 little co students every day. What do they call them? Co co students, uh, classmates, uh, classmates. That's uh, it. Yeah, class um, classmates or co. Co- I'm gonna go with co students. Co worker, co worker, co student. Um, yeah, they need that interaction, and and I'm sure it's it's a difficult time. And everybody's, you know, like we can, you know, us uh, adults here can, we can kind of adapt and understand these things and understand why we're in the position that we're in. Um, but you know, a first grader might not. So it's, uh, yeah, absolutely. Shout out to the uh, to the great folks handling the babies right now. Yeah, and, and technology too. I know, uh, you know, one of these days the sponsorships are going to be rolling in. Uh, but Google, Google Classroom, what you guys are doing, that is a me or awesome for short. Yeah, that That's is awesome. that is dope. You know, it's funny, man. When you talk about uh, connections and technology, the you know my my little group of friends, we we uh, there's this game called Quiplash that we like to play when we get together, where you you know you play on the on the television on a PlayStation, and you use your phone to type in answers and stuff. And we got a nice. we got a Twitch stream together. So my one buddy had it on his PlayStation. Shout out to Jose, our field producer, and uh, Everyman Canuman. Um, put the put it up on his Twitch, and then we all had a Google Hangout, and uh, you know got to video chat while we were all playing the game and it was a lot of fun so Sweet. you know technology is bringing us all together and technology is bringing us together here today 
we got an awesome interview, a nice little chit chat with a nice uh, defensive lineman getting ready for the uh, 2020 NFL draft at our University of Minnesota, Mr. Winston Deladabudir. <laughs> yes, uh, Winston Deladabudir. And um, having a great time and just uh, just kicking it, making the most of it. So uh, we hope you're enjoying these uh, the Corona Chronicles. And uh, as always, you know, stay healthy, stay in and, uh, you know, enjoy the podcast. Let go. Joining us today on the Everyman Podcast is a defensive lineman out of the University of Minnesota getting ready for the NFL Draft. Ladies and gentlemen, Winston Deladabudir. Winston, what's up, brother? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Taking everything one day at a time. That's all we can do right now, right? (laughs) That's it. Everybody trapped in the house. Don't know what to do. Looking left and looking right. But really, you just got to slow down and appreciate the time you got. That's right. It's time to time to work on all those puzzles that you've been getting for Christmas gifts and stuff that you've been <laughs> sticking on the shelf. You know, bop those out. All those old video games. It's uh, it's it's definitely an interesting time. So, um, as I said, you, you're 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 from the Baltimore area, um, but you played at the University of Minnesota, uh, the Gophers. Uh, shout out to the great Brock Lesnar. That's his uh, that's his home turf there, as I'm sure you are well. <laughs> sure you well know um tell us a little bit about yourself man what's up and uh what are you up to oh uh, well you know i i took an adventure out to minnesota um oh i still got family members who think i played at uh missouri because <laughs> of the m so uh <laughs> yeah because of the m so you know on, on this side of town not a lot of people know about minnesota but i was like you know what i'm gonna take a chance on this school since it took a chance on me so i ventured up to the great north uh, the cold and survived all those negative 30 degree days, uh, finished up with two degrees, a master's degree in youth development and leadership, and then a uh, undergrad in criminology and the deviance of law. Ooh. And, uh, along the go, we'll go with a, a great, uh, well, I should say elite football career as well, since we finished off, um, upset in Auburn in the Outback Bowl. So, uh, I was very blessed to have that experience. You sure were, you know, deviance of law. That uh, that sounds interesting. I, 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 you know, it could be interested in a little bit of deviance of law. A, a little bit. It's it's funny that you should say that because everybody was like, you you want to be a police officer, you want to be an FBI agent. And I was like, I just kind of want to go to law school. But after I finished my masters, I was like, I don't know about any more school. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of reading and a lot of. Uh, a lot of arguing. I, I, I uh, you know, there, there's another timeline where I could have considered going down that route because I just, I love a good argument. Um, and uh, I love to win on a technicality too. That's another thing I love. So law, wow. law might have been great for me. Who knows? So, uh, yeah, University of uh, Minnesota, it's, it's, it's awfully cold up there. I spent quite a bit of time up there in the Rochester area in the winter and it, uh, it's, you can't understate it how cold uh, it is there. Was that was that tough getting used to, to playing out there? It, it wasn't it wasn't tough at first, and I guess I was I was like, okay, I'm from Maryland, you know, so we're getting inches of snow, and I'm telling the coaches, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. <laughs> but when you when you go out there and that wind chill drops that thing down into the negatives, and then sometimes when you're walking to class and your phone just has a, a little frost little mark on it because it, it can't a snowflake it like emoji type thing because it can't turn back on you yep. know it, it gets it gets real out there it really does so you start slapping vaseline on your arms and putting the latex gloves on under the uh 
under your, your regular football gloves and, and you learn how to deal with it. But uh, the guys who have the worst transition are the guys from like Atlanta, Florida, different guys like that. Oh my they, goodness. They haven't even seen snow before. So at that, at that point, it's just, it's an extreme. I, I can't, uh, I can't imagine. I remember uh, when my, my older brother went, uh, went away to college to go uh, run track in West Virginia and, there was a guy on his on his uh, floor at the dorm that was from like Mississippi or something, and he like he had a parka, a full, a full on parka, like a like you were going dog sledding like in September, because he just was not he couldn't handle the cold in the mountains. He was like, this is insane. Like you people are crazy that you live like this. It's uh it's it's a way of life, but it, it toughens you up for sure. It definitely does, and I feel like uh, now those guys who came from the south, and you know, definitely me as well. If, Wherever we got to play next, it's we're fine because we we've already been through those Minnesota winners, so you can't get much tougher than that. No, nah, not at all. So, yo, yo, can we can we rewind just a second because I didn't know that your phone could have a frost oh hell yeah symbol on there because of that extreme. <laughs> I, I'm only used to like you know the 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 heat emblem and you know your iPhone is like hey your device is too hot and it shuts down. Yeah, it'll tell you, you too it with, the, with the with the snow. It'll tell you air temperature too cold to operate. It'll uh, it also messes with the touchscreen too. Like you can't it can't pick up the uh, pressure because that that's how the the touchscreen works is it's like air pressure. So uh, it it messes with it. It's a scary world out there for the cold people. That's crazy. It is, especially when you have to you have a late night class and all you want to do is talk to somebody while you're walking home, and all of a sudden you got your phone in your pocket and that, and that thing just turns off. <laughs> so now you got a dark, cold walk all by yourself back to the dorms. Well, it's a good thing you guys are such big strapping athletes that you can uh, make it home safe, right? Just just the cold part, right? Yeah, the you know it's funny when you look at like a back uh, the back of a box like macaroni or something. It always says like, you know, at colder temperatures and higher altitudes. You know, sometimes in Minnesota you gotta you gotta follow those pop tart instructions uh, for the for the cold temperature. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, look, I, and I never thought about that. You're right. <laughs> You're 100 percent right. Well, that's what's always on my mind, bro. Food, especially now, food and how I'm gonna get it. So. Uh, I understand that uh, you know you uh, came across Daryl uh, in your path there at uh, NFL Films. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I, I have a couple of friends that that went to Howard University out in DC, and uh, we have been just you know brainstorming and talking about a lot of different things. And and one of them was like, well, I have somebody who I view as like a, a big brother, a mentor, you know, that I want to connect you with. And then he connected me with Daryl, and he's been kind of you know just just offering me guidance and different words of encouragement and different things like that as I've kind of like fought my uphill battle as everything's been shutting down and, you know, different things have been going on. So he's been, you know, nothing short of a blessing, especially in this time that we have right now. Daryl, uh, he, and, 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 you know, obviously he's a part of this conversation, but I'm just going to pour on the praise here for a second. Daryl's got a special ability to, uh, to like juice you up in a certain way. Like he, he, he's, um, perceptive to to the kind of um encouragement that that works for you and uh is always willing to give that out that's one of the things i love about uh getting to know daryl and, and getting to work with him and do this podcast uh, especially now during the shutdown um that that rona shutdown of 2020 he's uh you know every day we're we're talking we're podcasting we just immediately switched gears into trying to make the best of you know this this opportunity like you said we got all this downtime now so that's uh that's really cool, man. I'm glad you guys have been able to connect in that way. Definitely, definitely. 
No, it's it's, it's probably it's it's been more of a blessing to me, you know, from you, brother Jay, and, and being on Everman Podcast, putting this thing together, and and also, you know, you, Big Win. It's um, I, I'm always, you know, I'm, I'm I always feel bl- blessed when you know they're young people doing really positive things, and you know, just kind of being leaders right where they're at. You know what I'm saying? Um, to 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 younger guys, to guys around them. I mean, even at Minnesota, you're a team captain. So, I mean, you're, you're no stranger to what it takes to do the right thing so that everybody can follow. So, um, and, and Brother Jay, come on, man. Like, you know how it is from, from extractus to every man to, you know, everything that you touch, we touch. I mean, you know, we're, you're always at the forefront of it. So, love both of you boys. A uh, little love fest all around, man. I, I can't, get, can't get enough of that, right? Especially on a nice, uh, nice, we got an outcast looking. Uh, coronavirus wednesday i'm starting to lose track of days is anybody else having that problem yeah Today's oh yeah oh yeah Today was the first day yeah <laughs> it's like i'm looking around I, I, question <laughs> winston i've been we've been talking about uh, on the pod you know i've been i basically my new routine is um you know because work shut down i i wake up i i clean up a little bit around i find something to clean angrily in the house and then uh you know i drink a lot of coffee and then I go on like a little anger drive. My fiance and I, uh, we got a Jeep Gladiator a couple weeks ago, right before this all went down. So okay. get out and, you know, stomping around in the Jeep and uh, just kind of observing the, uh, the interesting sights out there and uh, just been passing the time that way. So what have you been doing to uh, keep yourself, you know, from going stir crazy? So I've, I've I went from being in just the house with one of my teammates when we were training in Kentucky to driving to Minnesota to driving all the way back home to being in the house with my grandma, my mom, my dad, (laughs) both of my little brothers. So it's been a complete transition from me just being by myself to constantly hearing noise, constantly hearing, you know, just the classic, you know, family bickering back and forth and, I didn't feel all the way at home until my middle brother went to Chick-fil-A on the last day that Chick-fil-A was open and didn't give me a chicken sandwich. And I said, yeah, I'm really home. Wow. How dare he? <laughs> in a time like I'm this, really home. in a time like this, he's, well, I guess that's how you know he's not giving you special treatment. So, you know, he's really uh, trying to keep you, keep it normal and not getting you a sandwich, right? Right. Just keep, exactly. keep it real. He's keeping, keeping it well like a little bro would. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome, man. Expect me to go ahead and, and get him something, but he he would never go and get me something. Now I know he loves me. He just probably wasn't even thinking. But um, I've been doing at home workouts, man, and and just trying to you know focus on my faith a little bit more in this time. Things are getting quiet, you know. Just trying to pray, and then I'm getting back into the video game grind. I haven't touched the video games in a long time. But now I'm, I'm getting on that Call of Duty and just trying to catch oh. up, I guess. Ooh, yeah. Call of Duty. Uh, you, have, you have uttered the magic words, my friend. I, uh, I'm a bit of a Call of Duty uh, professional myself. Um, sadly, before this broke out, I had way too many hours um, actually accumulated into days on Call of Duty this year. So I've been, it's a, my, my, my gaming time has, uh, has seen a nice increase as well. You know, while we're on the subject of chicken, um, something near and dear to my heart is chicken. And uh, down down in that part of uh, of the country, you guys have Royal Farms in Maryland, right? Ooh, yeah, we got Royal Farms. All right. So now, <laughs> I, I get in. I, I try to explain this to people. 
you know, because from we're up here in the Philly area and you got Wawa, right? So Wawa's right. expanded down and I try to explain to people it's like, it's like Wawa except everything is fried chicken and it's I love it. I think it's I think it's fantastic. Are you a Royal Farms guy? I'm a I'm a big Royal Farms guy, but you know, you got a whole bunch of different chicken spots out here, so I guess you don't appreciate right. Royal Farms until you leave Maryland and all of a sudden you have no chicken spots like you did when you were in Maryland. So I love me some Royal Farms and actually I took one of my homeboys to go get a chicken sandwich from Royal Farms the other day and I really wanted one but I was like I'm just gonna keep trying to hold out, hold out <laughs> until I start touching the fried chicken again. <laughs> Well, it's like, it's like when you travel and I, and I, when I travel for work, I feel like this, like you you get used to this convenience of like going to get a hoagie at Wawa or or I imagine going to get like some fried chicken at Royal Farms. You're just like, what do you mean? There's nowhere to get fried chicken at 1130 on a Thursday night. You know what I mean? It's like (laughs) you you, you start to, you're like, you know, you can't understand it. It's kind of like I went out for something the other day and I'm like, what do you mean? It's closed. It's like, yeah, everything. That's what they meant when they said, you know, shut down. So it's uh, it's a challenging time, my friend. It's hurtful. It's hurtful. But at least so Royal Farms, Royal Farms, Popeye's, Chick-fil-A. Where do, where does Royal Farms rank in the mm. the, the the lineage of That's good, good chicken fried fried chicken places? I've never been to Royal Farms, so I can't really. I, can't, I'm, I don't wow. have a dog in a fight, so uh, somebody somebody tell me about. Well, thankfully, about Royal Farms. Royal Farms is starting to expand in Philly. There's one on um, Aramingo, and there is one by getting towards the airport as well. Um, so, big dog, we're gonna change that real soon. First, first field oh, trip we we're gotta, we we're taken is to the uh, <laughs> is the Philly uh, Royal Farms. Um, for me, I mean, honestly, the uh, Popeyes chicken sandwich took my number one spot. You know, it's pretty much tiered Popeyes, Chick Fil A, you know, Royal Farm only because Royal Farms is not close. But the convenience factor is something that you got to consider. Ah, uh, you right. put the Popeyes above the Chick Fil A. I don't know. I mean, look, if we're going lifetime, obviously I've given more business to Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich by it's not even close, but I'm saying they've made some improvements. The bun, like once you've had the Popeye's chicken sandwich bun, okay, that, that bun alone, I I told Daryl when I, when I go, okay, when I finally uh, leave these mortal coils, I want to be, I want to be rolled out in a brioche bun. Okay. That's that's how I want to go. Yeah, that's how I want to go out. A I want, fried brioche bun. Yeah, I want somebody to make a, a brioche bun for a 5'10 man. That's oh, what I man. need. All right? So. Yeah, that's going, in, that's going in the Guinness World Record books right there. I'll tell you that right now. Remember those Remember those uh, those TV shows they used to have? Like like Dean Cain was, was like Ripley's Believe It or Not. It'd be like some dude with like, like super long eyebrows or something crazy. Or super long nails, yeah, like that. yep, yep. Yo, but didn't they have a didn't they have a show where like I don't know what it was. Um, it was kind of like Ripley's Believe It or Not, but like people like they would they have funerals and stuff or whatever, and they were like one guy was really into like barbecue, and so he got like <laughs> he got barbecue in a grill or some <laughs> stuff or whatever, and then another guy was like into like pancakes or whatever, and so like his coffin was made out of like I don't know like hardened yeah. syrup. It was it was nuts, man. It sounds like my show. 
It's, it's, it's no, I've never seen that before. <laughs> I've never seen a show like that. That sounds that sounds great. I know there is a um, there is actually a funeral home in New Orleans that specializes in like setting you up the way that you want to be like seen. And and there's there was a guy a couple years ago that was like a big NBA 2K fan, and they you know his his in, internment was like. He was he was sitting in his gaming chair with his Celtics jersey on and his PlayStation controller in his hand, and they had like they had like a demo oh loop, <laughs> they had like a demo loop playing on a TV of NBA Two K. Yeah, it's awesome. And I, I couldn't even I couldn't even go to a viewing where I'm looking at somebody I know just sit there and, and, <laughs> and he's like he's like leaning back like this. You know, it's just it's it's totally. I'll send you boys the link after the uh, after the pod. It's it's. Dude, uh, you got to do that. This is the problem. People, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, hey, you know, rest in peace, right? <laughs> we we all gotta we all gotta pick our way out. I, I got the brioche bun. He had the he had the uh, Celtics. So that's uh, that's good. So so how is this? How is this? Uh, you know, all this situation impacting your preparation for the NFL draft? Because I understand, you know, you're, that's what you're you got your eyes on the prize right now for the for the draft and getting ready for that. Right. So uh, you know, March twenty fifth was supposed to be our pro day. So then. Uh, we heard everything that happened with the, the national emergency stuff. And then, you know, one by one, things started getting shut down. So as soon as we heard that our pro day got shut down, everybody kind of scattered and went home because we didn't know what was going to happen next. It was like a slight panic, but it wasn't like an extreme panic. Um, so then everybody went to the resort of, okay, let's, let's film these drills. And then all the fields just got shut down yesterday. So they put locks on them and they got people patrolling to try to make sure you don't go on the field. No plan. And, and stuff like that. No plan. They, they are, they are on us about that stuff. We, we hopped the fence yesterday cause we were like, you know, it's harmless. They, they just kind of, you know, yeah, no, they were like, you guys got to leave. So right now it's, I'm, I'm Rocky Balboa style with it. I'm, I'm going to run up some hills and yeah. do a lot of different things to, to stay in football shape. Uh, I got a little bench in the garage. It goes up to like 225 pounds. So I'm just going to keep repping that thing out. And um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm just swinging at anything that moves right now to, to get my opportunity and my shot. Well, I'll tell you little yeah. brothers to watch out, man. They, they might end up as some workout equipment, Rocky four style. Oh yeah! There you yeah. go. I might have to, I might have to get the get the one that didn't give me that chicken sandwich and get him first. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Put him <laughs> just start benching him around. Yeah, yeah, that'll that'll teach uh, him. It's like you know, I always Rocky Rocky Four is my favorite Rocky, and uh, for so many reasons. But um, that that montage scene when he's training in the in the woods and they're showing like Drago is doing steroids in communist Russia, you know. Taking right. the taking the shortcuts and doing the weird laboratory <laughs> stuff, and there's like the guys right. like the guys like with I love the guys with the notebooks. They're like, mm, you know, they're like checking things off about his like his performance and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. Rocky's just right, like right. running through the snow, <laughs> and somehow he's like yeah. a five foot four heavyweight. It's I love it. I love it in Philadelphia. Right. We love it. Like he was running away from cars. <laughs> Right. That's actually one of my favorite uh, movie series right there, the Rocky series. And I always struggle between whether I like Rocky 3 or Rocky 4 better. I mean, Rocky 4, man, just uh, the whole thing, soup to nuts, is just it's top, it's top tier. Rocky 3 is no joke either. But where's the, I mean, the robot that that kid has in that movie, where the where did that come from, you know? 
And like, like that's just such like a glossed over thing. Like the whole fucking movie, he's got this robot that's like, boop, 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 you know, like following him around doing stuff. And you're like, wait a minute, are we going to talk about he's got a robot butler? What is How does that? Well, yeah, you take it a step further, though. Like you got a robot butler that's like, you know, throwing, I don't know, like. It's coming on to the people, man. Like, what's up with that? What's I need to know about that type of artificial intelligence. What's going on? Yeah, there could be a whole. There could be a whole other movie. You know what I'm looking to track down in my uh, in my quarantine is over the top. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that again. A great Sylvester Stallone. You ever seen that, Winston? Oh. That's one where what? it's a great film where he has to arm wrestle to save his son. What? Yeah. 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 Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 And there's a scene he had, this the the best when he put, puts the hat around backwards and he's he doing the it's going over the top. He's going over the top. Yeah. You, it's amazing. It's the only arm wrestling arm movie to save his son. That's right. You got that right. Oh. <laughs> Only in the eighties, man. I love that stuff. You can't make that stuff up. Man. No, you can't. no, it's too good. I started watching Bloodshot before, uh, before I we got on the pod, and then I got a little distracted by some Doom. I've been I've been heavy on the Doom Eternal. Um, that's uh, that's getting me all sweaty. It's so so difficult. Um, but uh, so getting together for the draft i imagine that you know it's this this whole thing is probably a little bit distracting on top of that so are you kind of planning you know because i think daryl has the has the draft been postponed at this point well it's it's the the draft itself hasn't been postponed but the 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 procession of it has so all the you know the public events that were to take place around the draft in Vegas, all that stuff's done. Um, I don't think we'll be having any crews or anything there. Everything is going to be like, um, virtual. Um, so nice. That'll be cool. Well, you know, I think the cool thing about, uh, and, uh, and let me rephrase that. We're the America is, is great at retooling and, and kind of finding a new way to kind of respond. And I think one of the things that's going to be uh, positive about this is we're going to see some new new techniques just out of sheer, uh, you know, dire straits. So we might we might end up coming up with a cool new presentation for the draft, you know, seeing people, you know, and at their homes with their families and seeing seeing that because uh, I, I always like watching that when I'm watching the draft. Yeah, that's the that's the coolest part. And that's always been the part, you know. As a kid growing up, you watching like a guy and all his family is there and you know what I'm saying and he gets the call and you know he's either jumping up and down or breaking down in tears and all that stuff. But it's it's it it sucks right now because <laughs> you're not supposed to have more than X amount of people in your house with you, you know, on that specific day. But you know, if you play your cards right, you can have everybody there that that really matters you know, to to be in that area with you, you know, when you get that special phone call. So it's definitely going to be interesting. Well, you know what I was thinking about? I was kind of thinking about ways to enforce the social distancing because I, I had to make an emergency pop into the uh, grocery store today. And I was thinking, because you know how you when you walk through the grocery store, they have like those bins of balls and like kids toys and stuff. They had hula hoops. So I was thinking if everybody just put a hula hoop, <laughs> you know what I mean? Around you. And then you don't let anybody within your hoop. You just stay one hoop away from each other. I think that might 
work if you rigged up some sort of wire system. So maybe if you guys all got hula hoops, every the whole family could be there. Everybody's three, you know, three four feet apart. I can dig it. You know, I can dig it. I'm just saying. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to be in. You know. Just well, I mean, something like, what, what's the what's the what would be like a serviceable distance away? Like I know, a hula hoop you know, for me. especially. Well, I mean, but but I mean, like you know, it, 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 with respect to all of the stats that they have out about coronavirus, and somebody sneezes, it's like 120 miles an hour. Dude, I saw some tra- travels like 12 feet and, and all that crap. <laughs> I, I, I like a hula hoop will save us. I saw some some time warp Discovery Channel time warp thing on YouTube showing a high speed camera of some chick sneezing and it was like hurricane force winds up to 80 feet away i was like we're done we're done what? yeah it's dude it's terrifying don't 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 look up how how far a sneeze can go because it's like literally 180 mile like it's when they factor in like the distance and the size and all the oh, yeah you know it's like it's like when they say like remote control cars going 60 miles an hour you know what i mean it's like you know, scaled and up. That's scary because if everybody in the world sneezed, we'd go out of orbit. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it'd be nuts, bro. It'd be nuts. Yeah, and these are they the, showed it too. Like these things you got to worry about on stuff that's nuts. Twelve hours, something living on the surface of something for twelve hours, virus. That's nuts. I when, saw something about two to three days on one of the surfaces today, like a, a new, a, yeah, a new update that it could stay on there for two to three days. Two to three days? You know, Winston yep. brings up a good point. If you got enough people together in a circle in a flat area and you had them all sneeze, that could create some sort of vortex. Or a super virus. <laughs> or a coronavirus. That's probably what happened. They were trying to... The, the Guinness Book of World Records most sneezes... <laughs> In grade <laughs> four, yeah, uh, coronavirus hurricane, <laughs> yeah, and then a bat flew through it, and that's how. And here we are. Oh no! Yeah, here we are. Yeah, it's uh, you know, uh, like I said, all you can do is is try to get some positive stuff done, get some cleaning done, you know, get the. I mean, it's spring cleaning time anyway. I got a fourteen bags of pro wrestling and metal band T-shirts. I got to go through in the garage, so. It's uh, making the most of it. So, Winston, you know, University of Minnesota, I said this before, I'm a big pro wrestling fan. Um, that was my first thought when I was researching about you. I was like, oh, it's, uh, you know, school Brock Lesnar's from. So, is that like, is he like a, like a hallowed name there for athletics? Yeah, but the thing is with him, he's a, he's a real low-key dude. He's a low-key guy. He doesn't like a whole you know, a whole bunch of things going on around him when, when he's there. He kind of just wants to be viewed as just like a, a a regular guy, even though everybody knows that he's literally the opposite of that. Just a regular you know? super human. Exactly. Right. <laughs> like, uh, the least normal guy ever. Yeah, he and he has good relationships with a lot of like the football coaches up there and, and, and you know, different stuff like that. But he never wants any hooting and hollering about him being around. So if you kind of just happen to breeze by him, you know what I'm saying? Just you kind of just respect that. It's like a, a mutual known respect between everybody and then him. How big is he? He's huge. Oh, you've seen like, him in like, person? Like, 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 like height wise, is he like, what is six, five, six, six? Like, what is he? Is he uh, or is he uh, just just swole up? You know, like I've it's, seen him. I've seen him from afar because he'll come to like some of the wrestling stuff. Right. He looked big compared to like one of the other guys. Height wise, I don't know, but uh, Gable Stevenson is a is a wrestler we have at our school, and like 
that like compared to like him, like he's bigger than him. So, and he's a stocky dude, real stocky dude. Gotcha. I, lo- I love how a you're you're what about like six three, six four, Winston. Yeah, six three. I, I wish six four, but <laughs> but I just love asking a guy like you, like how big is he? Huge, like I got. You know what I mean? Like that's to scale, like to because in your world everybody's big. Like you know, like I'm barely. I say I'm five ten, but I'm like you know almost five nine. And you know right. when when Daryl's around, I feel like I I question whether or not I'm the same thing as him you know it's just it's unbelievable <laughs> and and uh, like how am i even a man when you know with this guy around and and uh you know i see him i see uh he's been working with some of the the wrestlers there like you're saying and i i just can't imagine uh you know walking down the student center and coming across brock lesnar and yeah like what are you gonna do if he wants you to not talk to him is you're gonna not talk to him you know yeah you just you just kind of yeah. Kind of just vibe out. You you do your thing. You, how you doing? You know, keep it moving. There's <laughs> nothing much you can do. It's Brock Lesnar. I bet he's got the biggest head like anyone's ever seen. That's what. I, that's like all I could think about is how how giant his head must be. <laughs> I would love to see him like stand next to the uh, the offensive tackle that we have, Daniel Falele, dude who's about six eight, four hundred pounds. And it's like he's he's making anybody look little at that point. Where are they finding these offensive linemen now that are six foot eight everywhere? I don't I don't know. They need to yeah, stop. Dude. I don't like it because like you know we were yeah, talking. Man. We just had uh, you know a former Denver Bronco and Pittsburgh Steeler Super Bowl Fifty champion Ryan Harris on the show, and he was talking about Al, Al Villanueva and the Steelers. And I remember when Al he was on the practice squad for the Eagles, and then and he was an offensive. He was a tight end, I think. And he gained like a hundred pounds, and went up to be to be an alignment in like a year, like a calendar year somehow. Yep. And <clears throat> but like even though he went up a hundred pounds, he's still like like shredded pretty much at two seventy five. But he's like six foot nine. I just I don't get. And then what's the guy on on the uh, the Cowboys? Uh, Ty, Tyrone Smith is that his name, Daryl? He's like almost uh, six foot ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Smith, the, the big guy, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, nuts. Nuts. But they actually had somebody at the combine. I can't think of the kid's name. He was like 6'8", but he was, what, like 370 or something like that? And he ran like a 5 flat 40. It, it looked it looked like... <laughs> It, it, it looked it, it looked like somebody let a velociraptor loose when he was running that thing, and he just like it. I, he, he ran a five flat forty, and I counted like twelve strides. <laughs> it was stupid, man. It was just stupid. Well, not to be weird or anything, but it's like it's like last year when DK Metcalf. Those pictures came out of him right before the combine. Everybody's like, a wide re- this guy's a wide receiver. Are you sure? Like. He, he looks like yeah, a, a defensive tackle. Like, what, what is going on here? It's, I was uh, there for that, too. His 40 was ri- ridiculous. They they showed, you know, like the slow-mo of, of – he was the first person, I think, at the combine that when his foot planted on the gra- – like on the actual turf in Lucas Oil Stadium – it it was like Looney Tunes, you know how like the the road runner would like roll up the ground behind him before he's meet me and just took off. The turf bowed up like a small hill, and he Ooh. would just like catapult forward. That's how much like force he was generating. Like the people who were doing all the like you know analytics were like, I wonder if we can find a way to like figure that out. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. The dude's ripped. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Think so. <laughs> God. 
What a, I tell you, just to just to get a day with with uh, with that kind of frame, it would be fun to just run around. It's uh, I don't know. You guys must have a you guys must have fun out there. So, Winston, what do you what do you obviously you know the there's the there's all the the great things everybody knows about that come with being a professional athlete. But what are you looking forward to most? Um, you know, maybe that's off the beaten path a little bit about uh, getting your opportunity in the NFL. Um, I feel like other than just the the fulfillment of the childhood dream, like it's something that you watch. Literally, I remember watching watching games like from when we had a box TV to, you know, literally the evolution of television itself. I was watching football for as long as I can remember. So along with the fulfillment of uh, the childhood dream, I think like the platform will be the biggest thing. Like I want to be able to do something with the platform that I have on that type of stage because I've already been able to do some with the platform I've had with the college football stage. So I feel like the platform will be the biggest thing. That's great, man. That's really good. And, and you know, when you're Daryl and I talk about this all the time, when you, when you've got, uh, you know, authentic and positive intentions and you work hard and you treat people well, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, amazing how far you can get with something. So, um, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure you're, you're well on your path there. And, um, you know, obviously I'm sure you're going to be, I'm not going to ask you because I know you, I know you don't want to have to answer it, but I'm sure you'll be happy to go to any NFL team. Uh, I'm looking forward to that opportunity, <laughs> but I will just say that I would love to see on the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, because that is my favorite team. And oh, no matter, yeah. no matter where you go, uh, you know, you're an every man and I will definitely be keeping an eye on you. And, uh, I've, we've had an awesome conversation here, man. I, I wish you, we wish you the best of luck. Hang tight. Uh, stay healthy. Where can everyone uh, keep up with you on social media and, uh, you know, all that good stuff as you're getting ready for the draft and then uh, to follow you along on your on your journey here. Right. Um, so you can follow me on Twitter at W underscore D underscore I, I, I. And then the same on Instagram. And then for all my business folks, you can follow me on LinkedIn as well. Winston, oh. and then it's gonna be a, a long last business folks, <laughs> dude. <laughs> business folks, you know it's amazing. I of all the podcasts, this is the first one where where the plug that's has been LinkedIn. One. That's that's awesome, man. I yeah. love that. That's it. You, that's it. You, you got to go ahead and mix it up, man. Bro, I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna about to connect with you on LinkedIn that's immediately. It. So don't don't you worry. <laughs> right now. That's great. That's great, man. Well, uh, Winston, so much. Hey, man, we're we're gonna have you on again Thank soon. You, and uh, stay healthy. Get uh, you know get all swelled up, and we'll be seeing you soon, brother. No doubt, be easy, y'all. I'll talk to you.